This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to After Hours on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. Listener discretion advised. Hello and welcome back to the Battle and Finn After Hours. What's up? Hey everyone. Hey, what's up? We got Brad Hicks. We got the new newbie, the new and improved noob, Mr. Sean. How do how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Lavery or Lavery? Lavery. Lavery. Yep. And none other than Susie Roloff. <laughs> She said cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Susie's Susie's sipping on some tequila. Brad Hicks is pounding down a Klondike bar. <laughs> and some water. And some water. Sh- Sean's rocking a new mic. And I got a 312. 3-1-2. Little Goose bad. Island action. Uh-huh. <laughs> I stole it from the shop after the seminar. Sorry, Town. Yeah. Uh, I got my new boat today. I saw that. Yeah. So what red line? Yeah, what made you go red line, bro? Uh I get to be different, I guess. Just like Uh, the color? Yeah, be different and to be seen on the water, I guess. On lakes. I like it, dude. We got one on the shop floor. It's a sharp red. Yeah, I like it. It looks better in person than it did in the pictures. Here's a good question. Do you guys like so- solid color boats versus like the multicolored? I do. It, it, I guess it depends on what boat. So when you say multicolored boats, are you talking like the camo colors? Because like that's kind of the only multicolored I can think of. Well, I guess multicolored well, kind of has kind of like some multi colors too, don't they? Yeah, like Jackson's usually are multicolored. Um, 
Well, Hobie's got the new like green camo, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the blue mm-hmm. camo green too, right? Yeah. 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 Yep, the blue and the green. Yep. You'll see that green a lot better than you will that blue, though. I know native natives got some multicolors. New canoes are usually multicolored. Jackson's is too. Yeah, Jackson's multicolored. They do have some solid color boats with like some lighter colors mixed in. Like I know uh, we sold a bite at the shop today, and it was that green color, but it's got a little bit of gray flake. It's almost like glitter mixed in, you know. Huh. I, I was at the shop today, and uh, uh, we have one RS one seventeen in the Canyon color in stock. Have you seen that we yet? Got- yeah, we got one too. It's pretty slick. I like it in the picture. When you see it in person, I hate it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Ricketts says it looks like somebody threw ketchup and mustard on a boat. <laughs> I agree. Hold on. I need to shed an article of clothing here. But it, I, I think if they took away the um, yellow or the sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> Taking it off already? Man. <laughs> I saw his nipple. (laughs) I made sure my shirt was pulled down before I took the hoodie off. It's a little too warm in here for that. No, I think if they took uh, yellow out of that 117, though, I think it'd be a little bit better. Yeah, I think the yellow is just too too much. Even though it's minimal in it, but it's it's it just it catches your eye. It's weird. It is weird. But like I said, looked good in person or uh, on picture. Yeah. I thought it was cool when they released it. Yeah. Are the BSBs all one color? Uh not anymore. They okay. uh they went with Arctic, Dorado, Dude. and Forest Camo. So the Forest Camo is like a camo color. Arctic is like white, black, and gray. And then the Dorado is green, blue, and it's like green and blue, I think. Yeah, um, that's but last sweet. last year they had Bone, which was like that lighter whitish tan color. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's I test paddled one, and I think that's what color the one I test paddled was the Bone. Yeah, yeah, I like the Bone. Ricketts had the Bone and the <laughs> teal one, didn't he? I think he I had don't the know. Teal when I first met, met him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I didn't like that teal color. It's odd. Yeah, Bonafide has one too. That endless summer, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, tiki. Yeah. The tiki color, yeah. We're well, having a hard had... time selling that. Well, yeah, they had that lighter blue color uh, before too. Um, what was it called before? Because they had cool hand blue. I can't and remember. Then, and then they, I think it was Endless Summer or something, right? That I thought the Endless Summer was this year, unless they brought that color back. Yeah, it looks like the Endless Summer is this year. What was the one before that, though? It was like that lighter, weird blue color. Ah, come on. It was, yeah. no offense, Susie, it was kind of a girly color. <laughs> it's cool. I was trying to look. She's like, it's cool. I got some tequila, yo. Honey Badger, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like it. I think that's her new nickname. Honey Badger. <laughs> Honey Badger. Uh, 
Remember? She said she didn't have a she nickname did. last yeah, week. I heard her say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Susie's honey badger. I get it. I like it. That's awesome. I like it. Honey uh, badger. Hold on. Sean could be noob 2. Yeah. I'll own it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a nickname that your buddies call you, Sean? <laughs> Uh, in college, I was always little Sean because there was another Sean that was like six foot seven, and I'm only five foot seven, so I was little Sean. But uh, college was also twenty years ago, so <laughs> you're, you're dating yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of nicknames, Look at that. Honey speaking of is. nicknames, I got a text from Jay Randall today. He had another nickname from Ryan Milford. <laughs> Ryan thought he was going to get away from not getting picked on today, but I guess that's not happening. <laughs> Jay texted me, I got it, dot, dot, dot. Ryan equals whistle puss. <laughs> <laughs> whistle puss? Yeah. Yeah. I know the whistle because he whistles when he talks, but. Yeah. What's, what's with the other part? I don't know. I guess it just sounded good to Jay. Who knows? <laughs> that's awesome. Good In that old... case, I'm going to be happy with Noob 2.0 because that sounds <laughs> way better. <laughs> just wait. We all go through like this phase of nicknames within the group. Uh, it, it's pretty humorous at times. Oh, yeah. Jason has had like four different nicknames in the group chat. Yeah. Um, so you. I have two. I guess you're but chunks. He, you're chunks right now. He's every, every, everybody calls me that. <clears throat> the plumber calls me that. Electricians call me that. My dad calls me that. The guys I work with call me. It started out at work. Sam's got the best one though. He's motherfucking Jones. <laughs> because of that movie, I forget what movie that was from. Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Which one? Um, <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. That's pretty uh, much every movie he's in. Milford, <laughs> Milford currently is Ryan Cheeseford because of the whole Cheesegate 2.0. <laughs> Jay Randall's Toothy Critter because he likes the pike. Josh Eldridge, Trash Panda. Dustin Nichols told the story of why he's doo-doo. Uh... Dan Dan Perry is uh dude what the fuck who set my nickname to Salty Schiller? <laughs> How long hey. did it even take you to notice that? I was gonna you, say that it's... nickname has been that for a while. Really? I said that yeah, I said that like forever ago because you, you did that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were all salty about something. I was like, oh, he's getting a nickname change, man. <laughs> what the hell, Susie? I remember oh, yeah. it being changed, but I couldn't remember why. <laughs> hey, here's here's what Sam's is named after. Uh-oh. Somebody help y'all with some business. Yep. Well, um, are you a businessman? Yeah. Motherfucker Jones. <laughs> Motherfucker Jones. <laughs> what movie is that? His name is Motherfucker. Uh, Motherfucker, motherfucker. White people say her. 
<laughs> That's Jamie Foxx, dude. That guy's hilarious. <laughs> I forget what movie that's from. Daniel, horrible horrible oh, I was bosses. Gonna say, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Daniel oh. Perry is Spreadsheet Dan since he did that episode with uh, Milford. And he said he had that spreadsheet. We still, to this day, get emails about that. They did that episode, like, what, November? Yeah, that was a while ago. We just got an email, what, the other day, like three, four days ago. Some guy was like, hey, just listen to that episode. Can I get that spreadsheet from Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Did did he hook him up with it? Oh, yeah. I forwarded it in the group chat, so I'm sure he sent it. But, yeah, man. Salty Schiller. Ouch. I'm hurt. I'm crushed. I can't remember what that's from. I don't know. I was probably on one of my tangents, you know. That happens from time to time. You you, you haven't been too uh, active lately, man. You've been busy? Yeah, been busy, been sick. Oh, yeah. Trying to catch up on sleep from shows. Yeah, I forgot you thought you had the coronavirus. No, I knew I didn't have the coronavirus, but I thought I realistically had like a heart attack or a stroke after the the live Tuesday night. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't feeling right. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So. Yeah, that sucks. I know well, how that goes. Uh, yeah, you have heart attacks and strokes. No, being sick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. You'll know it when it happens. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. You had a heart attack, didn't you? I did. Yeah, oh, he yeah. talked about he talked about it on the show. We gotta yeah. talk about this. We gotta talk about this. So what did it feel like? Uh I felt like an elephant sitting on my chest. Yeah, I didn't have that. I think at it was first I felt stuff. like at first I felt like uh like indigestion and then I started like sweating real bad. And I was like, Something it just isn't right, man. This isn't right and uh then the weight it just started getting like weight on my chest and it started getting stronger and stronger and stronger and yeah it, it sucked and you figured <laughs> out it was like genetic right or something yeah um that's really all they could figure because i was in really pretty good health i was i had finished a half marathon about a uh, six months before and was still in pretty good shape um but um the closest they could track it though they usually they said if it hits somebody as young as i uh, like i am uh, that it's like your father, the, his grandfather, his great grandfather down the line. But uh, my dad didn't really, he has like some issues, but not anything bad. But his mom, her four brothers all died of heart attacks in their 50s. So Holy that's, crap. that's the closest they could get. And so they said, we're pretty sure it's just genetics. And now that I, you know, know that I, the, I just didn't had no clue, no reason to really get my cholesterol checked because I thought I was pretty good in yeah, pretty good shape. But yeah. So that's crazy, yeah. dude. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 43 now. I was 39 when I had it. So, oh crap. Yeah, the I, the nurses were like, "Well, crap. If your arteries look like that, I don't want to know what my arteries look like." Because uh, for real, dude. Man. <laughs> and I didn't insane. really even eat that badly. I was, you know, I didn't eat great, but I, I didn't eat like fast food every day or anything like that. I I, I thought yeah. I was doing good, but. So. Yeah, you just never know, man. That's crazy. That's my problem. Sitting in the I, hospital thinking, I, I I, cannot believe I'm here right now. You know, like, I am in this situation. I, it was the last thing I expected, so. Hmm. That's nuts, dude. 
But well, yeah, thank thank God you're all right, man. Yeah, I, you're still here. I got a second chance, and I'm making the most of it. So, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I, I get anxious talking about that stuff, man. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> Why are you anxious? I just do. I'm a hypochondriac. Are you crawling out of your skin right now? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't even like when you get touched by your wife from what you said on the last after hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better just leave it at that. Yeah. 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 Next time I I'm see gonna, you, I'm going to give you a really big hug. You're crush me, dude. Freaking. I'm just going to hold you. Jolly I'm not going to let you go. Watch you freak out and squirm like a freaking <laughs> worm or something. Brother's got a hug, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. Tommy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers don't shake hands. Brother's got a hug. hug. <laughs> Richard, is this your coat? <laughs> oh, I love that, that movie. Guy, that is a good movie. <laughs> what were you doing over there by the window? <laughs> I bet she dates one of the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite little rascal? <laughs> now I'm going to have to watch it. Spanky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Bobby Wackett? <laughs> oh what a classic movie man i think that's the second time we've referenced that movie is it on this episode tommy movie. boy i love it tommy boy is a great movie have you guys seen uh black sheep oh yeah it's a good one too underrated one in my opinion it's good uh what's it's, what's it um uh, Nick Nolte plays uh, oh, Sergeant Savage. Sergeant yeah. Savage. <laughs> That's the best part. You ready, soldier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's a weird-looking dude. Nick Nolte? He, That's all the drugs, dude. I was going to say, he's been through some stuff, I think. Wasn't he on, like, Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew or some shit? A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's... Yeah, you're a youngin'. How old are you now? 31. Oh, you're not that young. <clears throat> yeah, I'm old enough for my knees to start hurting every day. Oh, just oh. wait, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my knees. I'm on my knees a lot at work. Yeah, well, you know that's what happens when you work in the alley. (laughs) Hey, my wife's name's Allie. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming together. (laughs) Mm. Oh, geez. I'm glad she doesn't listen to these. Oh, she would hate you. She would hate you. You talking Between... about you talking about how you like her balls in your jaws and <laughs> well, I actually did play that part for her. Oh yeah, what she yeah. what she say about that? She just laughs. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Does Sean know about the balls? I've, I heard that episode. That was prior to me joining, but I definitely listened to that one. Yeah. Oh, nice dude. You got to go to Ohio and get some balls in your jaws. 
Yeah, hey, coming to Ohio, I'll get I'll put some balls in your jaws. All right, man. <laughs> she set us up when we were out there for the meetup, man. She she sent a whole thing full. Yeah, if if we come out to Illinois, I'll, I'll make sure she does it again. Oh yeah, you make sure she just comes with the balls. You can stay home. No, I want to fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I gotta I gotta figure out a date for that. We need to figure out a couple dates. Well, I'll say this here. Uh, I'll be in Texas the weekend, Easter weekend, fishing with Dustin. So if anybody wants to meet up, Doug Mosley. I know he's been calling me out. Uh, oh, yeah. For when I go down to Texas. So I'm stoked for that trip, dude. Fishing with Brett. Dustin? Redfish, sea trout, Dustin Nichols. I mean, I wish on. he was on right now, man. Yeah, where is that son of because a bitch? He's probably he's, working. Yeah, he said something about diving on a alligator or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He was trying to freak me out. I know that much. I was like, I'm, oh, bro, not me. I ain't into be, that. Be something good to talk about, man. You should see if he's like up for it getting on. <laughs> I don't think he responded to anything. I didn't see his name on anything yeah. today. Yeah, he might be at work. <clears throat> he works a goofy schedule down there. He's usually like 14 days on, 14 days off, and Ugh. I think usually he's in the night shift. 14 so, off? I, I'd have a hard say, time going to work after that. Yeah. That rocks on the days off, but on the days on, man, that's got to be a drag. That's why yeah. he gets to fish so much, man. Yeah. Well, I, I think I might be going tomorrow or today if you guys are listening. Yeah. Just come, yeah. Get the kayak out. I don't know where I'm going to go. I went out today. How'd it go? And, I didn't catch shit. <laughs> where did you go? Banner. Is that why you're drinking tequila? Well, no. That's that's not even the, the tip <laughs> of the iceberg. Yeah. No. Uh, what? Susie's, what? Susie's had a rough day. It's more like a rough month, rough year, rough everything. Uh, it's just like well, I don't everything. Hear, I don't hear Adam in the background. Did you? That's because he's not here. Oh, I was gonna say, did you do something to Adam? <laughs> no. What did Adam do? Adam's like currently tied up and ball gagged in the closet. <laughs> Poor Adam. Susie goes out fishing, doesn't catch any fish. She comes home and, like, beats her husband, you know? (laughs) (laughs) She's not denying it. Poor Adam. (laughs) She's like, yeah. Yeah. That's funny, man. Oh, no, I was, oh, man, I was, the wind was really going in. Tomorrow the wind's supposed to be worse, too. So I'm just like, son of a bitch. But, like, it's 46 degrees. And where the wind was blowing it up on shore is pretty chocolate milk. But, like, the rest of the water was still kind of stained, which is kind of typical for Banner. But it was 46. And, I mean, I was trying the jerk bait. I was trying a chatter bait. I was trying slow rolling a spinner bait. I tried some crank baits. I ran over some nice bait balls, and, like, I could see the bigger fish around them, but I just couldn't get them to hit. But I think it might have been white bass. But uh, I didn't have any jigs or anything with me like that. So I was like, I wonder if maybe it's a jig bite right now or something. So Yeah. Why didn't you go after the white bass? Nah. <laughs> those, things, those things are fun. Oh, those I know. They're schooling. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. But I didn't see a whole lot by the bait balls. Like I, like I would go over them and they'd be huge. And then like maybe underneath there'd be a couple. And then like behind it, there'd be a couple. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot. So I don't oh. know. Hmm. I'm sure there's, what, what was the water temps? 46. Oh, wow. Already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what wow. it was a week ago too, was 46. So I looked at the river gauge today, and my river here in Ohio was 42, I think. Great Four, 44. Yeah, 44 yeah. degrees. Interesting. It was la- last time I was out there with uh, Josh, like two weeks ago, it was 36, something like that. Ooh, that's yeah. cold. That's cold. <laughs> yep. But we had the dry suits, dude. Those things worked nicely. Yeah. I, I was warm the whole time. Sweet. Yep. Sweet. <clears throat> but yeah. When are you getting out on that Sasquahanna? Uh, I Is was it out Sasquahanna last or Sasquahanna? I say Susquehanna. Susquehanna is how I say it, too. Yeah. Um, you went out I last was, I was out last uh, Sunday for a little bit. I didn't have any luck, but. Uh, um, it was more just trying the Hobie out. That was the first time I had the Hobie in the river. So, um, I was more just trying to make sure I knew what I was doing. So you see that you said Hobie and Susie started smiling. <laughs> she was like, yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no. Right. It, it seems, seems like everybody in the group's either Hobie or Jackson. Right. Well, now. I had a Kusa before that, so. Um, no, you and Sam are in Bonafides. Dang, I always forget about Sam. He never talks, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> He's then, busy, uh, though, dude. And then uh, DP's in uh, a native. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, if, if if I do get out tomorrow, I might be fishing with Justin, and he just bought a native tight, oh. uh, Slayer Max. Oh, did he really? So if he does, I'm gonna try it out. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna use that in the river, just without the drive. No, that, that's what? gonna be his tournament rig. <clears throat> He's gonna be using the uh, Kusa in the river still. Oh, okay. Okay. You guys going out on a lake, or are you gonna go in the river? Uh, probably lake, maybe. Cowan. No. Pro- Kaiser probably. It's one of my favorite lakes. I've never fished it when there's cold water, so interesting. I'd like to get out, like to get out there and try it. I know Justin's caught. He caught some like an 18 incher when the water was like 45 degrees once. Nice. So, be, I like be it. Cool. Su- yep. Susie, I gotta figure out foot pegs for my outback. You got any hints for when I? Because the Susquehanna is pretty shallow at times, and I want to be able to paddle. Um, but I don't have any place to prop my feet. I might, I can paddle, obviously, but. Um. What what model? Uh, uh, twenty twenty. It's new. Oh, you got a twenty twenty. So you got the new one. Okay. I know the PA fourteen has actual places you can put them, right, or something. I was reading. Not, not really. I mean, well. Yeah, not really. Like the older style Outbacks, they have like ridges on the inside of the hole down where the um, pedal drive was. 
So that way, when you pulled it out, you could put your feet up against there, almost like, um, like pedal or uh, um, foot stirrups, almost in a sense. But uh, I mean, on that, you just kind of, kind of just put your feet flat and then just kind of do from there. I never right. really paddled a whole lot in my Hobie, um, and and I mean when I did. You know, it was either just because, like, the moss was just stupid thick, and I was kind of sitting up, so I really had to dig, so my feet were flat. It's not like I could kind of lean back and, you know, use them kind of like that, so. Gotcha. Sean, do you wear a dry suit? I do. Uh, okay. I have one. I, I just got it probably in November. Uh, the the uh, paddle dealer near us had a 40% off deal, so I got a Stolquist. That was originally 500 for like 300. So nice. yeah, I don't. I remember. You did you hear me? Over. Oh, that was the when I first went out with that. Getting out of that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I'm so glad nobody was there watching because oh man, I was so frustrated. <laughs> I remember hearing that on the podcast now. Yeah. Stolquist Easy Dry Suit. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. the one I was looking at before we got the NRS because they are cheaper. I think I might uh, jump up to NRS at some point, but uh, this will at least get me out and ex- extend my season a little bit. So, yeah. Stolquist is a good brand. I just got to get the neck gasket figured out now. It's still choking me like crazy. I believe it... Stolquist and NRS are the same company. I think oh, yeah? they are. Yeah. Okay. Or, is it a... or no. What? Yeah. I oh. thought I heard that too. Is it Stolquist and NRS or... Is it a semi-dry suit or a dry suit with a rubber gasket? Yeah, yeah, it has gaskets on the feet or uh, wrists and then stocking feet and on the neck, so it's good. Okay. Yeah. I've heard people doing something along the lines of taking, like, a paint can and yeah. putting, like, some oil or something around it and putting the gasket in there to help stretch it out. I have uh, a bucket, a, an ice cream bucket in mine right now oh, hanging yeah. in the closet, so <laughs> hey. just to see. Leave it in there for like three weeks. That's what I did with mine. Okay. Uh, the guy from NRS told me to get that spray bottle of 303. Uh, yes, that's what it was. Aerospace stuff. Spray right. it and then let it sit in that. Okay. He said it'll stretch it out. Mine finally feels better, though. But the first time I put it on, dude, I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> it, it was I could crazy. feel my heartbeat in my neck. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary, dude. Like, and I felt like I couldn't even turn my head real good either, but, uh, my, my, my wife, my wife was like, you better take it off. Your face is getting really red. It's like, I, know. <laughs> I bring home my new Hobie in a week. The nice. 360? 360. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, 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 buddy. <laughs> they haven't said that in a while. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, hey. buddy. You know we haven't jelly. talked about this yet, and it just happened this past weekend, dude. What? The new... The Bassmaster Classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sam and... Uh, Sam and DP went live from there today. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it or anything, but... I'm, I'm I caught part of it. I watched a little, too, yeah. Let's talk about it. Did you guys watch the... Leaderboards and stuff? Uh, I did at work a little bit. Impressive. A uh, couple, couple of shocking moments, late, late entries. 
Uh, I'm on board with what you said about the weigh-in, though, Brad. Yeah, dude. It I'm just not... didn't seem like the hype was there. I think there was way more hype at the FLW event that was in conjunction with KBF than there was the Bassmaster. Yeah. It was like you said, they kind of like sped through it, and it just seemed seemed like it was like, all right, hurry up, let's get these guys done and off the stage. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it was nothing to do with the tournament. It was the guy that was on the stage. The guy that usually does the Bassmaster weigh-ins, he's like, Stetson Blaylock, 87 inches, or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, this guy right. was just like, eh. Yeah, he was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> and it, it like it's, like took 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was super quick. Yeah. I, I, I just thought those guys deserved better than that. I agree. I agree 100%. Yep. Nothing to do with the tournament, though. I, uh, I Everybody's talking so up Dwayne we're gonna, and Steve Owens. So. We're going to sign you up for uh, being the new announcer, dude. <laughs> I, dude, actually, if you saw my post today, John Graves posted a picture of him in like this uh, outfit. And he's like in the middle of a, a boxing ring with a mic. And he's standing like, looks like he's announcing something. I was like, yeah, you'd be the perfect guy. <laughs> <laughs> He would, he would be. He would do an awesome job. He would. Johnny Graves. I uh I referred him over to uh, Josh on the Dark Water, so I was like, you need to have him on. He's yeah. he's like, he he's one of those guys you gravitate toward. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. But what I was reading, everybody said that the Bassmaster was an awesome ran tournament, and everything. So. Yeah. They were talking on the live show today about it being a, a one-day show instead of a two-day or a one-day tournament instead of a two-day tournament, and how they didn't, didn't necessarily like that as much. But yeah, say tournament, tournament, tournament. <laughs> I, I noticed that, that you got that East Coast swag in your. Mouth. I was gonna say that. Matt, Matt Ball does that. Uh, Jay Harshman says that. I noticed like Eastern Ohio and Pennsylvania areas say tournament. 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 <laughs> From Jersey. I didn't realize I had an Jersey. Accent. I was no. talking to some lady today from Jersey. I noticed it right away. Uh, you know, I, I live four hours from Pittsburgh, and even they have an accent. Compared. Oh, Pittsburgh definitely does. Yeah. I love it when I go down south and people look at me funny like I got an accent. I'm like, what are you talking about? I talk normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I went up to Minnesota, and my friend... uh my, my friend's girlfriend was like, you guys sound Southern. I'm like, I'm from Ohio. I ain't Southern. <laughs> you do sound Southern. I kind of thought that she too. Does a little bit. When yeah. I first heard you, yeah. Well, I, after she said that, I noticed that like here in Ohio, we, we pronounce our, like we say our eyes long. So like, all right. They're like longer than a normal person. I got you. I got you. I don't, I don't know. I guess there's, interesting. there's a little twang there, I guess. <laughs> not as much as Ryan though. No, Ryan's got the yeah. southern drawdown. What yeah. are you sh- talking about? Shuffering We love you, Milfy. We love you, Milfy. Every week, every week, one of these comes out. Something said, and he's just like, "You guys always pick on me." Well, I told I thought I wasn't gonna make it 
and uh, I was like, all right, I'll be the butt of jokes this week if I don't make it. And he was very excited about that. Well, unfortunately, I made it. Sorry, Milford. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So what do you think, Sean? Do you like being part of the, the this crazy group of uh, kayak fishing junkies? Absolutely, man. I feel like I'm home. You know, I've had, I, you know, the conversations that I've had just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, being able to talk to people who know what I'm talking about and feel as passionately about it as I do. It's awesome, you know, because then I, most of the time I'm talking to people at work and they're like, you you fish out of your kayak what i mean <laughs> i know like i feel so out of place at work all the time because like you know the ladies at workplace and whatever you know they'll be talking about stuff and i'm like yeah and i'll go out fishing in my kayak and they'll just kind of look at me like <laughs> like they just don't get it <laughs> in wild country Rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. That's funny. You'll be happy, Susie. I think we had we had two women in the seminar today. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, I think there were, one was a girlfriend or a wife, and the other one was definitely a wife. Um, but like definitely interested like mm-hmm. it was cool they were interacting nice. asking some questions awesome. um so it was very cool very cool i was happy to see that nice. you know i think that's it's the first time we've had women i don't know awesome. i forget we had a couple in ours but i think one was nate's mom oh, okay I'm not sure though. What were you doing with Nate's mom? Giving a seminar. Oh, all right. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. So, if you know, I, I've had some pretty good podcasting and everything before, but like this recent one that I had with Katie. Yeah. So we had it scheduled for Friday, right? So we got on, we started talking. Four hours later, I'm not even kidding. We haven't even started recording. Like, I hadn't had a conversation like that with somebody in, like, a long time. So, that was pretty awesome. So, then we rescheduled for that Saturday and then recorded for a little while. But we still talked, like, a little bit before and a little bit after. So, I was just like, this is awesome. Finally. You got a a new friend. That's (laughs) That's cool. That's right. Yeah, I And she did pretty good. At yeah. um at Bassmaster thing, I haven't yeah. actually looked back on there to see what she actually finally placed. Last time I looked, she was like twenty fourth. I was gonna say yeah. she was in the twenties for. Our she was in the twenties, yeah. Yeah, her and Alan Reed were. Alan Reed was was the first <clears throat> first guy out of the. That's oh, yeah, because yeah. wasn't he like forty fifth or something like that? Yeah, he and it was the top. Missed it. Yeah, the top forty four. So, how many is gonna qualify for this? I think they're going to have. I think it's the 44 from this event. And then I think it's like the top 20 or something. from Something like that. Yeah. So I think there's going to be like 100 or something like that for like the championship. Right. Mm -hmm. I I, I, I still don't like that. That's too many. 100? (laughs) 
Hundred's not bad. Yeah, hundred's like decent. Yeah. At least it gives I, I you know, people dude. a shot. Yeah, yeah, and it helps the prize pool. I, I just I yes. like Hob I like Hobie's Hobie Bass Open. Yeah, like I like 50. that structure. That's a good structure. Yeah. Fifty, but the payouts are huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think the I think KBF does the ten real well. I yeah, really ten, enjoyed the following ten, that. The ten is like the version of the Hobie. Yeah, I enjoyed I following that. I agree. I agree. I think I think both of those events are are pretty nostalgic, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think Bassmaster's trying to achieve that for next year. I mean, it's still young. It's first year, man. You know, so I'm sure they'll dial it dial it in after this first year and they'll really really see where it's gonna go you know but yeah. it was cool to see 200 and some people signed up for that first event 233 that's yep. a lot of kayakers which is awesome is that the most for like a single day tournament no i would i would almost bet it is because what if what would have been close i know the kbf flw open there was a hundred and Five or six. Yeah. Oh, is there only that many? Yep. K- KBF FLW Cup didn't have. They had many. at eighty something. They had eighty something. Um. <laughs> even the Trail Championship didn't have that much. Yeah. You know. Huh. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm no. trying to find her. Oh. I haven't even looked at the leaderboards since they uh Yeah, I hadn't either. Like I just I just watched the uh top ten, that's it. Oh mm. that that reminds me, did you see a mess up on the way in too? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, I kept talking the guys on the stage, and I'm like, uh, you got oh, one too second. many. Yeah, he called a name, and nobody walked up. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Somebody made a mistake. Yeah, that dude oh, was in 11th happens. or something. The first yeah. day they called him. Yeah, that, the, from Pennsylvania or whatever, yep. Why the heck can't I find her on here? Now, now he can tell his grandkids, hey, they called me. They called my name on the Bassmaster stage. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Like, damn, I could have been up there. Heck yeah. Yeah, that that was a little awkward. Yeah, that was odd. Uh, again, you know, a hiccup. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's in the infancy stage, so right. what are you gonna and do? I figured when you guys were saying how the the you know the awards were kind of playing that I, I, i'm sure they'll probably beef it up next time i, I they they probably hearing that from all over yeah when, when is the next one i forget uh, I it's at lake is, fork right or i don't even remember is Chickamauga in the next one because that's in may well there might be one before that but Let's take a whole yeah. I can't find our name. Sounds like somebody's mic is crumb, uh, crisping up a little bit or something. Yeah. Huh. 
I don't All know. All good in the hood. There was something else I was going to say, too. I can't remember what it was. About the bass event? No. I just can't remember. Uh, it was something to do with this weekend, though. I just can't think of what it was. Is there another tournament this weekend? No, right? There was a KBF trail somewhere. Lake Roosevelt, wherever that is. California? I, I missed it. I didn't know about it until Chad posted it on Instagram. Huh. Mm. I don't know where that is or anything. I think the only ones really fishing are either California or Texas. Probably. Or somewhere in the southeast, you know. Yeah. My phone's about to die. I can't check. Oh, man. I can look it up. Actually, it'll probably be on. I'm, I'm on here on Turning X. Uh, the next bat, yep, is Lake Fork on March 14th. Huh. Nice. Cut next weekend. Yep. That's quick. Okay, so uh, Lake Roosevelt is in Arizona, it looks like. Yeah, so that's part of that California West Coast series. Oh, that's it? right. Yeah, because um, uh, Catherine Fields was posting that she was going out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I forget who won it. Well, what good are you, bro? <laughs> I'm not good at all. I'm not on the reel down anymore. You're going to have to take over for uh, Sam. DP. Sam. Yeah. No, I, well, yeah, they, they were busy this weekend. so. Yeah, no, uh, I'm just kidding. The winner of that this tournament was uh, Chris Spencer. I don't know that I've ever heard that name. I haven't either. But I'm sitting here looking through all of these names. I don't know any of these names, really. Lou McBee, I've heard that one. Huh. Uh, what? Let, what the uh, heck? What, what, what's our minutes at right now? 45. I don't see Katie on that list at all. That's crazy. Well, that's what I just looked for, and it shows that she got zero. But she had fish that were verified. That's weird. She may get in late to the ramp or something? I don't know. And I know Ryan had a big hourly fish. He had like okay. 21 nice. and some odd quarter fish. Because I'd crap. seen that. Yeah, he had a big fish, but then it's gone. Oh. <laughs> have to ask him about that. I know. This is interesting. Huh, I don't know. <laughs> I know that they had some really bad weather, too, like storms and chocolate milk water and just awfulness. <laughs> I, I saw some videos of some guys fighting current. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. <laughs> so our, my first tournament's coming up for the season. Uh, it's a charity tournament March 21st. Ooh. 
but I it's like a radius tournament. You can fish within so many miles. Nice. Who's that uh, through? Uh, Strictly Sail Cincinnati uh, Fishing Trail. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Sean, I, I are don't... you gonna be at the NC? What's that? Are you gonna be at the NC? What is the NC? <laughs> the National Championship. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, probably not. You just tro- showed your true newbie colors, my man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, uh, I, I, uh, I've signed up for the, uh, kayak anglers of Central PA the last three years. I have yet to fish a tournament. I keep, uh, <laughs> tournament. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to try it this year, but, uh, I just never thought I was good enough, but the, the guys from the Heroes on the Water chapter that I've been helping out with, they're like, just come out. It doesn't matter how good you are, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. give it a try. Yeah. So I yeah, think they're man. they're going to take me under their wing this year and get me out there. So, Dude, those local trails are worth it, man, because even, even if you don't do well, you you still get, like, raffle prizes and all this stuff. Yeah. That's what I saw, yeah. And well, not yeah, only that, I mean, but that's where you meet fishing buddies, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm going to give it a try this year, so. Yeah, I think you'll have fun. I, I did it last last year was my first year and I had fun. So I, I'm not ready for that national stage or anything, but <laughs> probably never will be. It's all good. Right. <laughs> I'm going opposite this year. I'm fishing club level this year. I'll do some national stuff, don't get me wrong, but Central Susie trail? told me if I didn't show up to every event she was gonna freaking drill holes in my boat. <laughs> are you able to see how many people picked you on your their fantasy uh i don't team? know but if anybody picked me they're screwed <laughs> i did okay, shut so up no you did I, it i yes i did oh so now the pressure's on <laughs> i said i said i'm picking him because he picked me i didn't pick anybody you did pick me so where are you guys doing huh? this whole fantasy fishing thing or how yeah. are you Drew Gregory, you go to Drew Gregory's website. It's too late now. You had to get done by third. I didn't oh, pick did you? Third that. Huh? Are you on that list? I don't Who, know. Me? Probably not. Yeah. Huh. Who are you talking to? Brad Hicks. No. Oh. No, I'm saying I picked you because you picked me to be on Paddle and Finn. Ah, there you uh, go. I'm, re- I'm returning the favor. I love you. Yeah, well, sorry, bro, but uh, <laughs> your score is going to be pretty horrible. I, dude, I well, haven't even I'm, looked. Uh, I'm probably going to fish the Pro Tour in Wisconsin, and I may fish the Pro Tour uh, at Kentucky Lake. Um, and then... Drive. What? Isn't that a far drive for you? Kentucky Lake's only six and a half hours. Oh, dang. Um, and then I might, uh, a lot of guys have been asking me to come down to fish the Bloomington in Indiana. That's oh, on the yeah. trail. What and then, uh, Lake Bloomington. No, I thought it was called something else. No, Lake Monroe. Sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, right. I, You're right. I might go to that. Yeah? Yeah. You want to snuggle in the trailer? <laughs> sure somebody has to replace jay right i don't know dude we were talking about it today dude jay snores quite a bit <laughs> like my goal is always to fall asleep before jay because if not this is what you listen to <laughs> called earplugs 
<laughs> Holy crap, dude. That's funny. Bro, you need like one of those. What are those machines? Sleep apnea? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what Jay needs. Oh, that's July 18th. Man. Which one? The Lake Monroe in Bloomington, Indiana. That's right. Dang it. Man. That's why I wasn't going to fish that one. That part of Indiana is gorgeous, man. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally. I love it. Well, That's I know. Uh, Alan I Reed's talking. backyard, isn't it? Who's? Alan Reed. Yeah, I think so. I know I was talking to uh, Brock Hall. He lives in that southern part of Indiana. And it looks like there. he was showing me an area. I think it's like all state park lands or something. But it's almost like Mazonia. Where it's a bunch of like strip mines and stuff like that. Um, small, like, I don't know, just weird lakes. But he huh. said that some of them are pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. I was I was out there like two months ago with my wife, Brown County. Oh, yeah? yeah Brown was... County with your wife's balls in your jaws? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. No, it, it was... It's, that was awesome. I enjoyed it. That was a good time. That's like Amish country down there, ain't it? It yellow. I think it's called Yellowwood State Forest or something. What we stayed yeah. in. So yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, it was cool. Did you were in a cabin or something. Yeah. Well, it was a B and B, but they had like a row of cabins. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I they had that. the cabin cabin feel to it. Nice. Yep. I, dig it. I wonder when East and West Harbor is, because I think it's around that time too. So that me if that in July, I might, yeah, I might have to pick in between those two lakes. They shouldn't overlap. No, it might be back to back weekends. Oh, huh. interesting. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing. A ton of national stuff. You get, did you get tired of it? Um, yes <laughs> and no. A lot, a lot of money, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Susie, that was a very evil laugh. That was a very evil laugh. I'm almost scared. Uh... But, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it is. Have you is. signed up for the NC yet? No. You're not going, are you? I don't know. It's, it's gonna be like six hundred bucks now. Yeah, it's either five or six hundred, something like that. Yeah, I'd be like, nope, not doing it. I don't know. I'm flying by the seat of my pants this year. Last year I structured everything out and i didn't get to do everything i wanted to do um which kind of sucked but i don't know like i didn't fish any club level events i was gonna fish the first one um but that was because it started before all the national stuff and then i did all the national stuff and it i just burnt me out man you know whereas this year you know, KBL is pretty much done by the end of June, except for, like, the championship, which is nice. So that leaves, like, the rest of the summer open. I'm liking that schedule. Like, I was super stoked about that when I saw it. 
because I kind of questioned signing signing uh I questioned signing up for KBL this year, but then I saw like they just bam slammed out all the season like the beginning part of the year and it left the summer open. And yeah. uh that really interested me because that would allow me to do you know some of the other stuff that's out there. So I don't yeah. know. Um but I think KBL is going to be fun. They're fishing some pretty unique bodies of water that I like that fit my fishing style. Um, and there's a couple in there that I haven't fished, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm sure Susie's going to DQ all my fish, but like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Susie's the judge. It's fine. She judged our our fish at the meetup in Ohio, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yep. That was a funny story. That was a funny story. Jay Randall like sat there and looked at his phone and contemplated calling Susie. Because <laughs> like Susie had just like told us like she was a little frustrated with the one other club she was judging <laughs> at, like you know people just expect me to do things and like this and that. And I'm like Jay, just call her. I'm sure it'll be fine. Susie would be more than happy. So Jay calls her, hey, Susie, like, we're having this meetup, doing this thing. Would you mind judging the fish? She's like, absolutely. Yeah, it sounds fun. No problem, this and that. Jay's like, that went way better than I thought it was. (laughs) He was, like, (laughs) freaking out. He thought Susie was going to bite his head off. Oh, heck no. I was like, oh, this is funny. I'm, like, the easiest and, like, most laid-back person ever. I really am. The best was... Early in the morning, Susie calls me, and she's like, so, um, Jason Ricketts didn't have his identifier in his photo, so, like. (laughs) And none of, he didn't have them in any of them? It was in his first fish. First fish, yeah. First fish, he didn't have his identifier. He's like, she's like, so, are you going to let this slide? Should I DQ his fish? I'm like, DQ that motherfucker, right? I'm like, I'll call him. I'll let him know. I'm like, we invented no rules for rickets. Hell no. So I called him and I was like, hey, bro, you forgot your identifier. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. You know, getting all pissed off. He's like, damn, dude. He's like, because I think he was fishing uh, something else. Wasn't wasn't there another, like, CKT had a tournament or something that going was on? Buck, Buckeye. Uh, Buckeye. Yeah, I think he was fishing that too, wasn't he? Yeah, him and Durbin. Yeah, so I think he was like, he got the picture with that one, but for ours, he didn't have the identifier, and that's what screwed him. <laughs> well, so. Dur- Durbin got screwed during that uh, uh, Buddy Bass tournament because you know how Facebook only shows a little bit of like a picture if you don't click on it? Well, yeah. Durbin, Dur- Durbin didn't click on it, and all he saw was the letters BB in the right-hand corner where the... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wrote BB in there. He didn't have the code at the bottom, and they disqualified all his fish, and he wow. would have, like, placed in the money. Yeah. He was mad. I was like, well... I remember that. Yeah. You it's... can't have your identifier fully in the picture, <clears throat> except for KBF. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a jab at uh, Eric Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names. 
It, it's not really against that, but it's against the people who judged and let that go. Yeah. That's what that's against. Yeah. I see both sides of that story. Because it was like a unique identifier and part of it was in the picture. It's kind of hard to fake that. But at the same time, a rule is a rule. Identifier's got to be in the photo. So, yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm not a tournament judge. I'm not a tournament director. I got no say. Yep, I don't know anything. Hey, we got our uh, special guest in here. Holy, Holy shit! shit! Oh my god! Look who it fucking is! Holy crap! Battling in the dark waters right now. Motherfucking Smith. What are you guys talking about? Oh, talking about random bullshit. You know, like when you first guys like came up with this whole idea of like 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 what what after after hours. There's two things I think about, right? Like when I was a kid, it was like Nickelodeon. You had like the after hours, and you'd be like, uh. (laughs) Like uh, the the one where they told ghost stories. What was it? Um, uh, whatever the kids oh. said on the ghost fire told ghost story. It goosebumps. Was yeah, the goosebumps shit. Or don't 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 don't, don't be afraid of the dark. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you could watch that, but if you stayed up late until like the later after hours, Showtime has some crazy shit that came on too, like Red Shoe <laughs> Diaries and things like that. So a lot of crazy stuff happens in the after hours, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This Double is fire, true. Dude. I mean, I've had a few beers, so. Oh, that's all right. Susie's I've had a few. Drinking. Susie's drinking tequila. We're good. Susie, crazy. <laughs> it's it's been a rough week. I'll just say that. So. Yeah. Well, when are you coming yeah. on the dark waters, Susie? Whatever. All right, we're gonna make that happen. Yes. So. We'll right now. We'll just be the audience. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so I, I had to make my present. I'm sorry, like I ended up doing another podcast with some guy, and I was I was I was glad you guys are still up and rock and rolling. So you gonna give us the inside scoop? Who were you chatting with? Uh, Frankie Provolone from the uh, Slay Nation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I love that dude's energy. Yeah, man. like he gets people fired up, man. Doesn't he? Oh yeah, so, yeah. He's, he's a character. Oh yeah. Josh, have it. you met Noob 2.0 here? Oh man, where's the other Noob at? I'm sorry, Noob number two. What's up? <laughs> John Lavery. <laughs> Noob number I'm one is, is, I don't know, whistling somewhere in a corner. I, I, I wanted to talk to the guy. I wanted to uh, – there were some things I wanted to talk about with him. Yeah? What do you, yeah, what do you... come on our show again, man. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not good at the B on that show. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, have, you'll, have, you'll have three noobs. <laughs> we'll get absolutely nowhere. Oh, that's funny. So, well, you just uh, – you. You were fishing at uh, what? Santee Cooper, man. How'd that go? Uh, man, uh, that good, huh? Well, it sucks, man. Um, cause um, uh, you know, the the water has just started to open up here, so I'll get my kayak in next week. So when I went down to the Santee Cooper, like I had like the thing is like we, we, I put my kayak up like in November, I haven't touched it since. So when I got down there, and, you know, I got down there like 7:30 on Thursday morning. That was the first time I was in a kayak in months, and like. Everything we do as a kayak angler, like we have like these battle drills, these things that we do to, like if you don't follow them, everything goes to shit. Um, right. You know, whether it's measuring a fish or how you have things stored. Like if, if you don't have your system in place and you're not efficient, 
everything goes to shit. And that's exactly what happened to me because it was a really bad windy day. I was getting blown into these uh, these awesome cyber spring where like bass supposed to be hanging out with. They weren't there, but what happened was the wind blew me into them. My rods were getting stuck. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. Backlash to my uh, you know, my bait casters. Uh, just a whole mess, and it's just like I was not ready to even be in the water yet. You know what I mean? It was yeah. And so from yeah, that yeah. on, that, that set the tone. The weather was bad. Uh, couldn't find a pattern. The uh, the rain, the water levels were off. And uh, you know the, the bass fish down the south, they might be big and they might be violent, but like they're pussies when it comes to cold. They go, they, they, they disappear. Like, this is after hours, right? But like yeah, they, yeah. They, oh, they, yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't tolerate uh, you know changes in the weather, like you know like the, the fish up here, like you know up north that they're used to that cold shit. You know that yeah. you know, the, the fish up here are uh, they might they might not be the biggest or the the strongest, but like goddamn it, they're survivors. And so. Um, you know, it was just a hard time. The, the water was chocolate milk. Um, I think only six people caught a limit out of the 150 people who were there. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like it was rough for everybody, man. Yeah, it was bad. But I think the whole Southeast has been like that uh, this year. All the all the tournaments, uh, people struggled at uh, Seminole. Uh, even even the guys who did who did the 10 and the Timitational, like, you know, they did. It wasn't like they went down there and had like you know this awesome spring break down south catching you know big lunkers like. A lot of them just had to rely on, literally on like just experience and just, you know, the things that you accumulate over the years. And I don't have that kind of skill set yet or you know, that kind of understanding of the, uh, you know, of, of fish and you know, how to find them like that. So it was a it, there's a lot of things I got to learn, you know, yeah. to be able to, you know, compete at you know some of these higher levels. That these guys are like I said, some of these guys, they got five bites and five fish. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. Well, it was the same at the bass event, too. I forget. There was the one guy that was up in the top ten. He said he caught six fish, and another guy yeah. caught five fish all day, you know. Yeah. And then there was two guys that were hammering them. But, yeah. I mean. Forty-plus fish, that one guy said? I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, during these cold fronts, isn't that what's going to be? Like, when you get these cold fronts, these fish school up. Like, the one person that finds them finds all of them, and the rest of us are just lost in the lake, you know, Try, trying to find them because that's what they, I guess that's what they do. They school up and they they hang out and they keep each other warm and you know tell each other stories or whatever. You know, whatever those, those what they do now. But, uh, Dude, did you it, just it, see this guy try to throw this buzz bait at me? Like what well, the hell, man? It's, it's cold out there. Nobody wants a buzz bait. <laughs> Is it different down there when the water rises? Like I know when the water rises here in Ohio, those fish push up to shore underneath I th- cover. I think, I think so. Um. Because the people that did catch fish, like I was down there with like Derek Brundle and like you know, a lot of the Northeast guys, and uh, you know, when we get back to the fish house, they were talking. They were catching them shallow, uh, you know, off of like a crankbait, and they were, you know, they they would find whatever vegetation they could because that lake is like barren. Um, mm-hmm. But they, there are some areas, and that's where they kind of found them at. So I think a lot, I think they, they weren't moving up to like pre-spawn or anything, like that, but I think the flood like moved them up, and that's if you if you're able to find where they were like just hanging out with. Just because what I really think happened was that. You know, you had a storm. Like it was storming bad before the tournament started. Um, you had uh, the cold fronts and obviously the flooding. Um, and not only that, but they're, they're releasing the water from Marion into the other lake. You know, they're, 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 they're just changing levels of the water. Yeah. And I think what happens, like, in a place like that is, like, I was trying to describe it. It's like the fish have no idea what they're doing. Uh, right. They're just – they don't know. Like, they're, they're getting beat up by everything. So 
Um, you know, if, if they don't know what they're doing, we don't know what they're doing. And so yeah. I think that people were just catching them in these random spots. And I think you're right. I think the, the, the water levels were just pushing them in weird areas that they, you know, that, that wouldn't normally be. Cause you know, I talked to people who fish there like their whole lives and they're like, yeah, this is a, a really odd time, especially this time of the year. Uh, you know, if the, if the water was like five degrees warmer, they said that we would have had, you know, you know, it would, it would have been incredible fishing, but it yeah. just, it, that's part of the sport, right? Like, I mean, it's, if you want to be a great angler, if you want to be one of these these big dogs, like you gotta know how to like fish in like those shitty conditions. I mean, that's, that's, that's what separates them because it, it's everyone loves a pre-spawn to go out, you know, a nice day on a pre-spawn. We go out there, and we catch 20 fish, but can you catch 20 fish when like it's an absolute shit day? Because the right. tournament's still gonna happen. They're not gonna, they're gonna stop a tournament just because you go out there and the conditions aren't what you want them to be. So right. you you know, get up, you get out there, and and you do your best. But if you don't have the experience or the knowledge or you know what to do on shitty days like that. You're not gonna go that far with this sport. That's why guys like Casey Reed and you know Kim Wood and those guys, you know, are, yeah. are consistently placed in. Especially like I know like those guys in particularly because uh, you know I fished Lake Anna with them. That was a horrible event. Um, I fished uh, in New Hampshire. That was a horrible event. But all those guys still like place top ten because they just they know what to do when shit gets tough. Yeah, it, it's weird because if you go the opposite way, you got like bluebird sky days and stuff and like that, and the fishing even on that side is like hard at yeah. times you know what i mean so it's like you got to find that pressure. middle yeah you got to find that I, middle one of the things i think too i think like i've been up here in the northeast like the way way up northeast like especially new york i think i'm just spoiled uh i don't think our fish is as pressured as they are down in the south you know I mean, those, those guys literally get like four months off to recuperate <laughs> and uh yeah. you know like, it, yeah. but I, I think the fish down south are just highly pressured i've never like really heard of anyone or any tournament since I've been in the tournament scene, like the South just being fire, you know, but you hear like, like, like Lake Erie, people will talk days about like yeah. how great those turn. Like, I mean, that, that tournament, those tournaments like at Lake Erie or the, you know, East West Harbor that changes people's lives. You know, like the, the fishing that people uh, do up there. I think the South, like the lakes are just pressured. And then you add in like, you know, the, the weather conditions, especially in February or March. Um, I think it just, it's just, it's, I think it's tough fishing the South. I think even though they, they have the biggest, and the best, you know, whatever fish in the world, I think it's, I think they're highly pressured. And when you, when you go down there, you better be skilled if you want to do right. Um, you know, I think it's like one of the things I learned uh, when I was down there. Like, I think I'm just spoiled here in the Northeast. Like it's the fish just aren't as pressured as they are down there. Uh, you look at like some of those lakes, like the Santee, there's tournaments there like almost every weekend. It seems like, um, yeah. it's, you know, like Gunderson, all those places, like those, those places are, are famous for tournaments. Um, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. not, 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 not Northeast. Like we get maybe like one or two big ones a year, you know? Yeah. And so I think that has a lot to do with it too. You guys ever wonder why like Dale hollow doesn't have more tournaments? I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they, they don't have more tournaments anywhere. Like yeah, one of the things that I think they do with tournaments, like they always want to chase the pre-spawn, right? That's yeah. kind of what they say. Yeah. Chase, <laughs> chase the spawn of pre-spawn. That's why you have tournaments starting so early down South. Um, and I don't know why they don't start moving, especially in the kayak community, because like the Northeast was one of the biggest growing um, uh, regions last year. Um, why they don't, you know, make some of the like, you look at like the Hobie events and stuff like that. They don't have a lot of them like in like the Northeast, Northeast. Like they they, they have them like I think Erie is, is the far east as they'll go, or, or Northeast they'll go. But uh, you know, like Lake Oneida, Lake George, uh, there's a few lakes in Maine and Massachusetts. Well, you guys be, got Lake Champlain too. Like, like, like that. Champlain, like yeah. all these big fisheries. But and, and, yeah. and the, the crazy thing about it, like our pre-spawn doesn't start until like mid late May. 
Yeah, yeah. I think June. That's is crazy, they, dude. June is like when they actually start spawning. I think yeah. um, June. I think the third week of June is the only time. Like that's when you can actually uh, catch a limit with like smallmouth or bass in general. So like early summer, like June, like why aren't they having like these bigger tournaments up here to uh, you know for, for for these bigger organizations? I don't, you know I don't get it. Like we got some of the best fishing up here. I mean, have you ever caught a smallmouth in, in upstate New York? It's they're huge. Yeah, no, right. I'd love to. Right. What what uh what when when is your guys spawn in uh, Illinois? Uh it varies. It depends. Depends on the temperatures. Yeah. Susie gets spawned before we do up here, but I know fishing the Madison event last year, you know, Gosh, Dylan won was, that. And that was end of June. Yeah, because we were so wow. flooded out. Everywhere yeah. was so flooded out last year. It seemed like things were delayed. Well, and it stayed cold forever, and yes. Dylan was catching smallmouth off of beds. Oh, bench. my God. He was hammering them on the beds. Yeah. Seems like a river smallmouth here in Ohio spawn around April, late April. Uh, largemouth probably, too, in Ohio. Yeah, you guys get warmer than we do up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are more south of me than than anything. Yeah. You know. I don't even know great. why Ohio is considered part of the northeast. Yeah, I wondered that when they came out with it. I Ohio, Central. Ohio's like that redheaded stepchild in between the Midwest <laughs> and the Northeast. You know, they're just like, I don't want it. You take it. No, you take it. You know, it's like that in between state. It really is. Yeah. Like, they don't realize like how like hard it is like when when you break down like the Northeast. I don't think they realize like how far Northeast the Northeast really goes. Uh, when you're looking at places like Maine, like Crazy. that's like. It's, it's like a day trip for them to get to, like, Ohio. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know how. two days just get to Maine. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, mean, I used to live out there. I know. <laughs> like me and you talked on my our episode I did with you. I'm, like, 11 hours from you. Yeah, and, like, yeah, exactly. And so I don't know why it's even part of it. But, like I said, I think things are changing, especially as you see guys like Derek Brundle and Kim Wood, who are from the, the actual Northeast going down there and placing well at these tournaments. And, you know, I, I think it's going to change. I think you'll start seeing more uh, of more tournaments up there um, in, in the near future, especially the next season, I would think. I, I'd like to see them break down the Central and the Northeast a little bit. Put, like, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Indiana, you know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why wouldn't they do yeah. that? We're kind of like what they did up, with Mid-Atlantic. Are you up by Syracuse? Me? I'm in Syracuse. Oh, you're in Syracuse. I'm like, uh, I'm about 30 minutes north of Syracuse. If you look on the map, if you go up, you find Lake Oneida. I'm like uh, five miles just north of uh, Lake Oneida, like really close to like Highway 81. It's 11 and a half hours from me. Yeah, so you should definitely make the trip. So you're you're cutting yeah. you're cutting across like a bunch of states. I have to go up and then across. Yeah. Well, I got to go through Ohio to get to New York, bro. I mean, yeah, you, but you're probably going like the northern part of Ohio. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Northern part of north Ohio. And east. Yeah. Well, he wants us to have a paddle and fin meetup out there. We're yeah, doing you guys it at call, Josh's house. How do I say it? Come paddle in the dark waters. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's a show, dude. We can make video content. <clears throat> Sean likes it. He's like, New York, that's the next state over. I'm in, bro. Yep. <laughs> Where are you at, right about, Sean? Uh, York, PA. So probably about 12 hours from there. It takes me 
we have a hunting cabin up northern PA, so it takes me about uh, four and a half hours to get to northern PA. So I bet you I'd be another maybe you ten said, hour. York PA, right? Yeah. That's not far, dude. I drove through it on the way home. It's what about five six hours away from Syracuse, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It was like it was in the last leg. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason why you don't you should come hang out, hang out with me. He, right, you, don't know, you don't know me. That's probably a reason why you shouldn't. But, uh. Hey, that's all right. Hey, that's <laughs> the best way to get to know you, right? Yeah. He Stay lives near the house. Susquehanna. He's got a basement. Like. Yeah. Yeah, he lives near the Susquehanna. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's my next place to go fish, man. Uh, and I don't know I don't know shit about rivers, though. So. <laughs> Neither do I. Come down. We'll crash it together. When, so. when is that tournament? Uh, June 27th. Uh, that that's gonna be after the spawn, isn't it? On the river. Yeah. It's a, a good time too, though. Yeah. They get, it, they get after, well, at, like for two weeks after the spawn, smallmouth like tend to be really picky. At yeah. least on my river, it seems like they're they're like extremely tired, you know, from fighting off everything. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, could, that's, it could that's be true. tough. But that's say that that makes them want to eat though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't uh, know. So I'd probably be hitting those calm areas at that time of the year. I don't think they'll be in the fast-moving water yet. Well, I, I just got to learn because, like, it's different. Like, I, I think I told you, like, we have rivers up here, but they're deep rivers. Like, there's not a lot of break. Like, they're just they're, – they're just Kind of like the Ohio by, River? Yeah, they're just bodies of water just emptying out to the Great Lake. Like, they're not, like, shallow at all. Um, You know, yeah. like, they, 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 they stay about, you know, 15 to, you know, 30 feet deep in most of them. Uh, you find shallow water and like the, uh, you know, obviously the um, the tributaries and like the creeks around it, and that's where you find yeah. most of your fish. But uh, but it's not like so. I guess when I fish the rivers up here, I'm not really fishing the river. I'm going off the river to try to find those those shallow areas or those uh, transitional areas where it goes deep to shallow. The same way you would fish a lake, pretty much. Yeah, dude, lake smallmouth are like they're they're hard to catch, man. They're I, different too. They're like, always um, deep. They're always deep. Always deep, but like one thing that I've learned, like up in upstate New York, is that there's like no, there's no same smallmouth. You know, what I mean, like the, the smallmouth you would find in our big rivers here, yeah, aren't the same as the smallmouth you find in our lakes. They look, they even look different. Uh, and then it even differs from like lake to lake depending on uh, the kind of lakes that we come. We got so many different kind of lakes up here. We got the glacier lakes that are super deep. We got like Oneida, which isn't which isn't as deep of a lake, but it's connected to the rivers. And so we have the smallmouth that have moved in there. Uh, and they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're not like, I mean, it's, it's different. Like, smallmouth is a different breed up here. I think it's just, I believe it, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, we got a small mouth. It's that it competes for a size of a large mouth up here. Uh, it's, it's crazy. You know, like, a 22, like a 22 inch, yeah. A 22 inch small mouth. You know, it's, it's nuts. That's you look awesome, tired, Susie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm still chasing that 20 here in Ohio, dude. I got close last year, but didn't break it. Fuck you. I'm sorry, my, you, I got a dog. He's a wolf. And he's, he's sneaking up on people. <laughs> Sean, the uh, Susquehanna is pretty uh, shallow, isn't it? For the most it part, it is. Yeah, they that they always say it's a mile wide and a foot deep, but uh, it especially by me, it's it it is, and that's why initially I was a little concerned about going with a Hobie because I was like, man, I'm not gonna be able to pedal anywhere, but. Uh, um, when I had it out, it wasn't too bad, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely, and last year when it got so hot, it was really low. There was a lot of places, um, I had to just drag my Kusa through till I could get to where I could paddle again. Yeah. 
What's the deepest spot you found? Uh, oh, there's um, there's they call it like uh, Lake Clark. Um, that has like 15, 20 feet. It has a pretty good channel um, huh. where they do a lot of the 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 boat the water skiing and stuff behind the boats and stuff. But oh, okay. Uh, but it's that, like a so reservoir they, type. Kind of, yeah. And they, and um, then we have the a, a dam not too far from us that it gets pretty deep right by the dam. Um, but um, but the the jet skiers and stuff don't like it when you're just sitting in the channel fishing. They uh, tend to get cranky. So of course, of course, yeah. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think our our my local river here is, I the the deepest I've seen is probably like eighteen feet, maybe sixteen okay. feet, something okay. like that. I but think the deepest I saw on my depth finder was 15, maybe 17. Yeah. But it's definitely the that's the exception, not the rule. It's um, regularly four feet. You know, I can see the bottom pretty much everywhere I'm fishing. So. Yeah, but our river, our rivers here are weird. I, Brian knows. I mean, one minute you're going through like a scenic forest, the next minute you're in like an urban neighborhood, and it's just yeah. weird. It's yeah. weird. We got Unique. some areas like that out here too. Yeah, but is it the Great Miami River? No, I'm no, it's the Great <laughs> Kishwaukee River. <laughs> Brian caught like a nice 19 incher when he was out here. Yeah, it was like 18, 19. Yeah, it was 19, 19, yeah. 19 and like, a half. I was like, dang, you need to show me that spot. <laughs> I did. I told you right where it was. You guys floated right past it and left it for me. <laughs> that was your fault man not mine i mean i good. appreciate it dude because i i caught the biggest fish of the day so you, you motherfuckers still owe me an ice cream cone just saying <laughs> I mean, and my, that's the deal me and you were the only one that caught a fish that day i think i caught more than one that day yeah you caught, caught a couple or three yeah i caught the the biggest one i caught was 17 and a half yeah that's right that's right oh yeah you took the picture <laughs> yeah yeah that, yeah yeah that was kind of cool because like it, there was a clear water creek coming in and the water was real muddy so i yeah. threw right right on that line with the mud uh mud the mud line right there caught it on that black and blue chatterbait yeah that was cool i think i got mine all on a ned rig yeah they, they love that ned rig in the river i told you boys i'd show you how to use that damn thing you know <laughs> but what are you gonna do are you doing any tournaments this year brian dude you missed it you can't <laughs> believe this conversation it? bro <laughs> all right well damn yeah i'm doing some i'm i'm fishing a lot of club shit and then uh i'll do a few national events i don't know i'm i'm leaving it open you know let me ask you i'm not sure what you guys all talked about so i'll ask did any of you guys watch like the uh, the Bassmaster? Like everyone watched the stage. Yeah, yeah. What was your thoughts? We talked about that, it. I was just talking to Frankie about it. Like that was some of the most boring shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the uh, Frankie Frankie went off on it. He was talking about the uh, the the announcer, the guy that was talking. Yeah. yeah. Like like I was telling him, it reminded me of like winning a spelling bee. Like <laughs> Josh Smith, second place in spelling bee. You know, you know like, I mean, like, there was like some point. I guess the guy asked him. Um, you know, like the guy was thinking of sponsors. Like, oh, you guys got sponsors? It's like, who are you, dude? Like, um, yeah, yeah, who, I heard it, that. It, it pissed me. It, it kind of bothers me because I, I never really cared about walking the stage. 
That, but that's not saying if, if I won, I wouldn't do fucking cartwheels and back handsprings on it. Um, I want to see that shit. You better win dude, that dude, shit, I, bro. When I, win, when I win, it's bad. I'm a horrible winner. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but like some of, it sucks that some of those guys, you know, when they were kids, they wanted to walk the stage. They wanted to become professional anglers. Yeah. They wanted yeah. to walk the stage. Life kicked them in the dick. They end up having to get real jobs. And, you know, now they got this second chance to live their dream. And... There was just like it just seemed like there was like much effort put into it. And, and it, the thing is like it's 50 years old. They know what they're doing. Um, right. You know, so I, I don't know what had why would they take it more seriously. I'm not saying that next one was gonna be better. I mean everything's a learning curve. But as far as like my first impression it was just like if it wasn't for like the 20, 30 kayak anglers that who were there, uh, I don't even know if there'd be an applause. Like it was just a very quiet, very um, boring, it, dry, uh, you know. Right. Event. Yeah, no height. There's no height. Yeah, it almost made it seem like the kayak event was a novelty item. You know, that's, like it was just exactly. a, just a little sideshow, and it, it was pretty sad, man, because there was a lot of freaking hype about this event, and not only that, but the anglers showed out for it, yeah. and then to have that kind of ending to it, yeah. I think was kind of lame, dude. I think yeah. they shot themselves in the foot with that. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I was there, I'm sure the the environment and the energy might have been slightly higher or a little bit better. But it's like right. at the same time, man, like you said, uh, you know, as fishermen and, and fisherwomen, we all, you know, dream of that aspect of being in that big spotlight and walking across the stage. And to be quite honest, I mean, you know, <laughs> you look at Hobie or KBF, they both do way better with their championships on talking to their guys and knowing their shit. You know, I think if, if, if you really look at it, you got a guy that's been looking at and announcing the big bass boat world shit for however long. And he doesn't know shit about kayak fishing. If they would have got somebody, you know, like for instance, Chad Hoover, you know, love him or hate him, but at least that guy does a great job at talking to the anglers and knows the sport and things like that. He could have hyped that w- way better up. And even, I mean, even, so, even, or, even someone like Scott, right? When you watch, yeah, Scott, I was going to just say Scott do uh, yeah. the, the ten, like he yeah. rocked that shit. You know, yeah. I, I mean, Scott does like, when he does. He's passionate. Um, he understands the sport. He loves yeah. the anglers. I mean, it's. You know that that's the kind of person you you want. Yeah. You think you think cause like you know Bassmaster is so old. And you got some of these old guys and the old money and um that they're just kind of outdated. Like because these days like like we're we're oh, the cool. we're like the Mike I can LEDAs. You know that's that's you know people who are motivated, people who are fired up, people who are right. screaming, hollering, you know, doing cartwheels or whatever. You know what I mean like that's the kind of people we are. I think now and I think sometimes you know like old old companies like that like. The, they want to keep things old fashioned, but that, that that old fashioned don't sell shit no more. Like we want we want lights, we want firecrackers, we want you know hot, you know we, we want we want especially especially these anglers who have a lot of these guys have busted their ass off for like six years. Like they they've been in this thing yeah. since the beginning, you know, you know even before there was a KBF trail, you know even before there was you know, when it was just like Hobie World and like you know whatever it was like these people who have just like who have put years and years and years trying to build this stuff and like. And, and 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 they and they never like quit thinking about like walking the stage you know the Bassmasters they they still follow the Bassmasters through all these years and it was always something they wanted to do and finally when it came up here they picked the oldest boringest person to uh, to come on the stage <laughs> yeah, a uh, right 
you know, and the only well, people really pay attention to were, and that's what's cool about our sport is that like the fans are the competitors, you know what I mean? Um, and so that, that was all that made it to me like what it was anyways, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the guy that won, didn't he say he's been kayak fishing for 15 years? He looked yeah. like he did. Was it him? Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, imagine work, work that hard all that time. And then you finally get there and it's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Mm. All right. Move on. Well, move it, on. I think you know, like the kayak scene, like it's like, we're, it's been fighting to be legitimized by anglers in general. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it's, it's literally like, like KBF is what five years into it. And there was stuff going on way before that. So, I mean, it's been like, uh, it's been tough for them, like, trying to prove that, like, kayak is something for people to be interested in. Kayak right. you know, has legitimate anglers. Right. Uh, you know, like, someone like Russ Snyder, who hasn't placed anything less than <laughs> less the top than, 10 well, in, yeah. in, like, the, the last 20 events that he attended. So, it's just, we got some of the best anglers in the world, and, like, Bassmaster should have capitalized on that. Yeah, that's messed yep. up. Messed up. Oh, that's all right. I mean, it leaves room for the other two to uh, really shine right now. You know what and I they mean? They are. I, th- I think KBF and Hobie are doing a phenomenal job. Um, you know, they that the one they, they everyone that that all the people that that are involved in Hobie and KBF, they're all kayak anglers. Yeah. They they love the sport. They love the people. And all that they've been. You look at someone like Chad Hoover. How long has he probably known someone like Brad Case or? Uh, you know, uh, was it Jamie? Whatever. Jamie all these, Broad. All those guys. Like he, he's known them for years. Right. There's, uh, there's, there's relationships there, and people need to, you know, like, I, I, you know, Chad Hoover takes a lot of shit, but he's been in the, involved in this for a while, and he, he knows the people, he knows kayak fishing, and he should be taking a little more serious about it. I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the elephant in the room? Um, I don't know what the elephant is. The, the fact sit- that. Hobie still hasn't made a, uh, a statement about Bengate 2020. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they haven't made a statement? No. I, I thought they, they did. I, th- I think the only thing they did was uh, make, make the, the, the rule. Yeah. That was it. I, I thought they changed the thing. Changed I thought that the was the, I thought that was the statement. That pretty uh, much was their statement. Yeah, I don't think there, there was nothing. I, to be honest, with you, I don't think they can make a statement because technically, and I, you know, I was talking to David Cruz about it on my last podcast with him. Um, look, whatever you want to think, like we all do our best to get whatever inch, quarter inch we can get out of a fish. Yeah. Um, and technically, I don't think he. And I'm not saying morally. I'm not saying anything yeah. like that. I'm saying, yep. but I'm saying yep. technically, he didn't break any rules. I agree. So I, I don't think Hobie needs to say anything. I think Hobie Here, the best. Thing, I think the best thing might just say, "Hey, no more fucking hot trots. Everyone use the catch board." Uh, here's the thing, know. too. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell me this. So anybody and everybody that's ever used a hog trough knows the damn thing bends, and it can bend in a way that helps you out. And you can't tell me that Chad Hoover, AJ McCorder, whoever the hell's running bass, and everybody else didn't know this and then finally a photograph surfaces and now all of a sudden it's the biggest talk of the town are you freaking kidding me well, I'll, like, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you something like, like i'm like, i've been following Susie's like shut I've the been, hell up i've been following kate <laughs> no it, it's it's more of you know stuff has been going on yeah but you know it only came to surface because of who it was yeah. i agree I Anybody agree. else, it would have been just, eh, whatever, you know. 
Right, but because it was Ron Champion, someone who's done a lot in the sport, someone who's pretty right. much led the led the way for kayak anglers as far as dealing with sponsors and you know and, and building your like living that other part of being a, a professional angler, which isn't about yep. the fishing, it's about the other part of it. Right. That's that's what made it big. But right. you know, here's here's the funny thing I, I saw like coming from like legitimate anglers who have been known to call people out on their shit. Like the, the KBN, those guys are savages. Uh, they've called many people out for cheating. Right. Um, and, and they, they, they've done a lot of changes in the sport just because of the open format they have, and uh, they don't censor people, and, they, and they, they let people talk shit and get things off their chest. You know, the people who are really respected on it didn't really say much either, and I think the reason is is because we all know that we do – if there's not a hard rule, we're going to do whatever we take to make sure we make that fish big as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we, we squeeze the tail. We, yeah. Yeah. we squeeze the like, – we do everything we can – you know, it's not like we we just put the fish on there and say, okay, that's what we got, and we take a picture of it. No, we we do this. We do make sure the, yeah. the lighting is is. It's, yeah. it's, we do everything I can to get like some kind of advantage. Yeah. You can't you can't fault someone if the rule's not in place, um, or there's there's not, there's not something in place that you know makes that not right. And so they've had to change the rule. Like you can't use a hot drive. You can't bend to catch board. Um, right. And I'm not saying like more. Like look. I don't know. It's competition. Like we all do things that I would guess would be like, like in any sport I've ever been in. Um, we, we all do things. If we can get away with it, we'll get away with it. And that's right. why you had. That's yeah. why you had. They create these rules so you don't. Because all we want to do is win. Unwritten we, rules in baseball. That's what comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel the, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's a it's a shitty situation and it, it was a bad thing for sport. I think the biggest part to me was the way uh, people it handled handle. it. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, I like, agree. Like, it's, it's like look. If you had a problem with it, bring it to the focus. But you know, it got to the point where people were just like bad mouthing each other and yeah. you know making these homophobic. It got out of control. Got out of control. It's just like enough of that shit. Like I mean. And then that's people why would just bring it up again day after day after day, and it was just like, all right, guys, just 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 kill it. Like, come on now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do have a question though. So I've been seeing a lot of guys uh, in the south. Uh, taking pictures of their fish with the fish's mouth open is that like a is that allowed in some tournaments I don't down know. south I saw, I saw that a few times too i didn't know what that meant i don't know maybe it was a it was a, it was just an instagram picture or if it wasn't ever if it was just a an actual picture they took for the uh submission but i have yeah. seen people take a lot of pictures of that so i don't know what it means i yeah. believe that there are some tournaments down south in texas that have modified rules that don't deduct for open mouth if I remember huh. correctly, uh, every club's run different. Um, you know, some of them let you still use fish grips on them and whatnot. So it just depends on the club uh, and the circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. I've been seeing that a lot lately. I, I think Dan, I'm going to have to ask Dan because I think he posted one. He, yeah. He might know too. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think, uh, I forget where, where I saw it, but I know Duke had brought that up, like in musky tournaments and stuff. Like, basically, it's anything goes when you measure those fish, like mouth open, tail pinch, stuff like that. And it leaves room for less disqualifications and less bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, I I don't know. When he said that, I was like, hmm, that kind of makes sense, you know? I don't know. You guys got any thoughts on that? Like mouth open versus closed versus whatever? I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. know if it makes a big deal or not. 
Well, I I've mean, never compared. It makes a difference. Yeah, I think, it? That, I yeah. think it makes a difference. But what I don't understand about it is it like it, if everyone's doing it, like let's say if everyone's take, if everyone's allowed to take a picture with a fish with its mouth open, why is it a big deal? You know what I mean? Like it, it's one of those rules that don't make sense to me. It's just like, well, if everyone's allowed to do it, then who gives a shit? So you're telling me like if you close the mouth, it, it takes away an inch? Well, I mean, if, if, if we're all allowed to have, it's like steroids. If everyone's allowed to use steroids. What's the fucking big deal? The only reason it's considered cheating is because we've outlawed uh, steroids because yeah. for whatever reason, and that's the reason why steroids are bad. If ever if, if steroids were legal, it would be okay. But because yeah. they're not, so I don't know. Like you make certain rules, and granted, I'm not saying people should be doing steroids. There's a lot of health problems. <laughs> but, but, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like, I don't understand like the mouth thing. Like if the mouth, if everyone's allowed to have the, the mouth open because it gives an inch or a quarter inch or something like that, if everyone's allowed to do it, what's the big problem? I, mean, right. I don't know like what the real reason for that rule is, and you know, I mean, Susie, I know. Do you, you know the diff like, do you know the difference in mouth open? Like, is it quarter inch, half inch? I mean, it really depends on the fish. Like sometimes you'll get fish and like largies, you know, yeah. they open their mouths nice and big. It it can push them back, you know, a full inch sometimes. You know, sometimes bigger. It is, yeah. But then, like, sometimes you'll get fish that just, like, smallies, you know, they open their mouths and you only maybe get a half inch. And then you might get a fish with a deformed mouth and it doesn't matter if it's open or closed. It's, you know, still the same. So it just, it varies fish to fish. But it mm. does and can make a difference. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, said, I don't know why the rule is really set. Like, if everyone's allowed to do it and we can all benefit a quarter of an inch from it then i don't, I don't know <laughs> you know like, yeah. I, I don't know what closing the mouth actually does besides you know make my fish smaller so i don't know i don't know who makes these rules um some of them i agree with some of them like well i don't you know whatever you know we just we just play by the rule set that we are we agreed to play with i wish yeah. that there was more uniform laws straight across the board you know, yeah. like it just I feel like it would make things a lot easier, especially for like a newbie coming in. You know, it's like, OK, my club allows <laughs> eight inch fish, whereas KBF, you got to have a 12 inch fish. You know, I mean, there's different clubs that have different modified rules of KBF. So they're like, wait, which rule do I follow and don't follow with you guys? But KBF lets me do this. What? Why? You know, it's just yeah. it can get very confusing really quick. I just wish there was a set standard that was just set straight across the board. <laughs> yeah, well, the, there are situations where certain KBF affiliate clubs don't abide by all KBF rules. Yes. I was so say that. there are situations where it's not OK in the club level, but you could qualify for the national championship through that club but then go fish in the national championship and the rules are different yeah yeah if you're affiliated with kbf should be the same rules period yeah well i think i think, I think kbf took a lot of shit over that for the years too i think that's why you have such a uh you know like we look at like a kbn site why you have such like uh animosity you know because i think kbf made a lot of weird decisions and did a lot of things in, in, in the previous years which you know mm -hmm. a new a new company does it, it takes a while to get shit, you know, solid right. and, and, and yeah. right. Um, right. But, you know, no, no one ever wants to think about that. Everybody just wants what they want right away. Um, but, you know, it it would be nice, but it just, I don't know. It's uh, it's just the way it is. And you got to make that choice if you want to be a part of it, if you want to spend $100 to fish these things or not. Uh, the great thing now, though, is that we have variety. We have yeah. a lot of we, options. We have a lot of yeah. options. Um, 
almost too many options. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's almost a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Because like, if you think about like last year, right? Like you had a few Hobie events. You had uh, a pro and a trail event for KBF, which I don't know why you would ever fish the pro event last year, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but but it's like uh, – Thanks, you know, bro. Thanks. <laughs> we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this again. But it's like you know, $100 here. $100 there, but now it's like, I'm going to travel all the way to Gunnerville for 250 bucks. I'm going to go to Lake Fort, 250 bucks. I'm going to go to Lake Seminole, 250 bucks. It's now, it's like, there's like, there's, there are a lot of options, but now it's a lot of expensive options compared to, oh, yeah. uh, you know, last year when it was just your, your, not local trail, but like your, your regional trail events with like KBF and then like very few Hobie events. Now it's all over the place. Like, like I look like at all these guys, like you look at the names that have all competed at, and the tournament season has only been going on for like a few weeks now, right? Maybe a month. Right. right. Like, these guys have been traveling all over the place. They're going back to Lake Fork here pretty soon to do another. And those guys have already done these like four or five. They've already like, done like their fifth tournament, 250. I'm not sure exactly how much uh, bass was, but like 250 bucks a pop. Like, I, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's different now. Like I said, you can just you can stay in the Northeast and just fish your uh, KBF trail events. Now it's everyone's traveling across the country to go do right. and, and, and crisscrossing too. Like I think Lake Fork, has, Lake Fork has three big events this year. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I think I can't there's do a it, KBF Pro Tour, a Hobie Bass event, and then like a KBF trailer or something, isn't it? Yeah. Or no, there's a bass event too. Yeah, yeah. I just I just yeah. talked to Russ Snyder. He's getting ready to go back to Lake Fort. Um yeah. and, you know. So it's uh, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, like I guess like someone like me, that's why, um, I'm sticking to uh, you know, when when I set my goals up, you know, I decide that you know it's easier for me to just chase the KBF trail event. I can get to the places I want to get to. I'm not saying I'm going to, but as far as like I got a chance to do like Angler of the Year, make it the Invitational or National Champ, all these things. So I have a reason why I'm doing it. Um, uh, so I don't need to go chase um everything i, I think it's yeah. like I think it's the worst thing you can do uh if, if you don't have the like don't, don't put yourself in debt and, and you know and like you know financially you know stress out your family because you know you want to go fish all the hobie events the bass events and, and make all those big travels it's okay to stay local fish your local events fish your uh local yeah. kbf events and uh you know there's nothing wrong with that if you got the money to be able to travel the country like that like some of these people do that's cool too but like me like I can still do a lot of great things, or at least attempt to do a lot of great things in kayak bass fishing with with the options that I do have. Yeah. And, and kind of going off of that, it just because you're in a kayak doesn't mean you have to be a tournament angler. No. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people think, oh, you're in a kayak, you're a tournament angler. That's not true. No. I know a lot of guys that don't fish tournaments, and they yeah. just yeah. do it just just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't know, just – do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's what totally yeah. you want to do. Don't feel like you need to explain yourself to anyone. If you don't want to fish tournaments because you think tournaments are dumb, that's fine. Die on that sword, man. Like, it's, 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 it's your world, dude. Uh, do what you got to do in it. Um, but, I mean, what, what I do because of the variety, because of everything, like, you're starting to, and we've all seen it. We started seeing it last year. It's just like, are you a Hobie guy? Are you a KBF guy? And so I don't blame some people for being like, well, fuck. KBF and Hobie. I'm just a kayak angler. I'm just going to sit here and fish my legs and have a good time. And guess what? I'm not going broke because the majority of you guys who are fishing all these events, including me, 
you're never gonna win a check. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're never, you're never gonna accomplish. Like, like fishing is hard. Uh, people have been doing it their whole lives, and they still haven't mastered it. It's like golf or something. Like, it, it, you better just enjoy doing it because, and not expect something big out of it because more than likely you're not gonna get anything big out of it because there's so many people that are doing it, and there's there's just so much to know. And you know, like, who are you at one? Like, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't. You're, you're in know, my so, head, dude. You're yeah. in my head. <laughs> but I like I like the competition side to say like it, it's just like who I am like character wise like you know I did jujitsu I started competing in jujitsu I, I love to just go out there and put myself I love chasing things um, with kayak fishing it's taught me to at least calm down on it to realize that this isn't like other sports it's like it's it's not based off like how badass I am it's based off how how I understand the, the fish the water. Uh, you know, and it mat like all the things that go into it. So it's 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 like high stake gambling. Um, and then the only thing about it is like the more you know, the better your chances are. But it's still gambling. So you know, I don't take it as seriously as I would like another sport where it's like the harder I train, the more prepared I am, the you know, the better I'll be. It with this sport, it's just like just go have a good time because that, that might be all you get out of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I I, I was I gonna say you got a calm level, bro. Me? No. <laughs> you're always hyped up. You're always hyped up. It's, it's 11 o'clock. I'm fucking fired up. <laughs> Man, I'm I, I love, I'm in I'm in that boat though. I You're in a boat? I, well, I'm in a kayak. <laughs> no. Hicks, Hicks, you don't have to explain yourself, man. You do what makes you happy. The only thing I, I do, you, man. The only thing I, I ask bro is to quit wearing that goddamn dry suit. I hate it. <laughs> you look like Big Bird trying to be safe in the water. Hey, hey, wait till you see pictures of me in it on that red bonafide I just got. I'm gonna look like uh, Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I told you like, the most important, the most important thing I ever learned in the military was rule number one. Always look cool. You get lost, make sure you got your 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 Oakleys on and look cool. If you uh, whatever it is, you always look cool. You don't look yeah. cool in that dry suit, bro. You broke your rule number one. <laughs> it's it's all good. I, I I don't look cool without it either, so it's all good. I get it. Everyone's trying to be safe, but I had to pick on you because when you win that picture, I'm like, oh man, that's a rough one. That's oh, a rough yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guys aren't sponsored by dry suit or anything, right? No. Okay. No. No, no we're good. <laughs> that's hilarious we're at an hour and 45 boys and girls we're gonna have to break it up into two episodes there you go yeah continue part one and part two i like it i like it no me 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 and josh did that one with john hipster in his hour hour and a half yeah it could go on and on man when you got good conversation and a good flow it just goes man i love it Yep. I love it. Uh, we need to hurry, though, because I'm about to watch these uh, fights, man. Yeah, the fights are, but the main card's already started, so. Ooh. The Israel Adesanya fight? No, the main card. Like I was about to fight. say. Not, not the main event, the, the main card. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, I don't want to miss that fight because I love yeah. that, dude. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Anyone? I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Milford. <laughs> oh, like cheese. Susie, final thoughts? Man, I could have a whole bunch of thoughts, but. Susie, go catch Honey up. Badger doesn't give a fuck. Oh! <laughs> I like it. I like it. You 2.0? Anything? No, I'm ready for the next one, man. He's like, yeah, dude, I don't even know what you guys just talked about for the last. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to get Ryan on next time with you too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to no, we need to get Josh back on with Milford. And I want Ryan or uh I just I just want to watch uh Milford just get picked apart. <laughs> Good. Josh, Josh. No, no, we we can call we can call it the roast of Ryan Milford. There you go. That's what we should do. We should do a roast with each host. (laughs) Let's do it, dude. I like it. That's a good idea. I like it. Everybody takes turns roast. Like this. I'm gonna nominate Ricketts as first up. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I got I got a good one that Josh already said, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll have Josh back on for the roast. Yeah, he's definitely got to take part in that because I'm sure he could definitely add some some flavor <laughs> to that. So yes, dude, I'm excited now. <laughs> like all those things I wanted to say to Ricketts, I'm gonna tell him to shove Loveland up his ass. <laughs> Sorry, Loveland, canoe and kayak, we love you. Don't but, take my uh, boat away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts, Josh? Nah, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, I love you guys. I love your show. So it's yeah, always great. Thanks. Great seeing thanks. and talking to you guys. Absolutely, man. Thanks for hopping on with us. And uh, yeah, I got no final thoughts. So till next time, guys. Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Tight paddles, smooth lines. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle the letter N in fin.com. Also, check out YouTube youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest feel free to email us at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media we're doing giveaways announcements things like that at facebook and instagram at paddle and fin shout out to our show supporters rocktown adventures loveland canoe and kayak Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.